0: Hello, Sac State students, and welcome to another episode of our State Hornet Spotlight Audio Profile Series. On this episode, State Hornet reporters, Chanel Murong and Gary Singh, talk to Shadi Katab, a Sac State business graduate and the owner and CEO of Onnit Coffee, a brand new coffee food truck over in Elk Grove that he hopes to expand into a permanent drive through location by the end of spring. Listen now as Katab talks to reporters about how and why he founded his own coffee shop and his plans for expansion. Thank you.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to The Hornet Pod. Um, I'm Chanel, I'm here with Gary Singh and the CEO of Onnit Coffee, Shadi Kadab.
2: Nice to see you guys.
1: So we got a couple of questions for you, Shadi. So uh, why did you start with coffee as the lane you wanted to be in and how did this business come to be?
2: Uh, I started with coffee as a Middle Eastern, we're very big on coffee and tea. It's a real big part of our culture so uh, typically speaking especially like in a syrian household i'm syrian actually i'm an immigrant from syria um you know we'll sit down together with the family and kind of bond over coffee and tea so that's something that i remember as a child vividly back in syria and even when i came to the u.s i always enjoyed you know coffee and tea and i wanted to build my own coffee company and build my own kind of culture and vibe to bring people together and unite people and unite sacramento as a whole and Um, bring all kinds of ethnic groups and, you know, minorities and people of color together just to have a great time and and enjoy the culture at Ana Coffee.
0: That sounds good. I can relate to that a little bit because, you know, I'm Punjabi, so we drink a lot of cha and coffee too every day. It's like a way to greet people, so that's cool to hear.
2: Absolutely. I think it's very important to bring those family values and and, kind of you know, what I mean, talk about your culture and, and why not bring your culture into your business model. You know, I'm, I'm proud of where I come from. My people are refugees and I was fortunate and blessed enough to have an opportunity as an immigrant to come to this country when I was five. All praise to God. And, you know, thank thankfully to my parents for giving me the opportunity to come here. Um, I might be a refugee or dead today in Syria. If, if You know, my father had not brought me here. And so. To be in a position to impact lives in Sacramento and give back and build my own company, manifest my vision to build the next major coffee franchise in Sacramento um, is a blessing. It's something that motivates me every single day.
0: Yeah, Exactly. It's a blessing. Next question I got for you, man, is who helped you start your company and why did you want to start and impact the community?
2: So um, the way I did it was I had no knowledge in the coffee industry, right? I had to find experts, right, in the industry to learn from. And so the first company I was studying was Dutch Brothers Coffee because I fell in love with their business model of the human-to-human interaction element, right? Mm -hmm. The way when you go there, they greet you and all of that. But I felt they were lacking in quality, uh, healthier alternative options. um, And that's something that I really felt was important to kind of bring to the table in Sacramento, where can you go to get a protein shake at a drive-thru or gourmet quality coffee at a drive-thru or sugar-free options, for example, or matcha green tea, which is really blowing up now, vegan-based options, right? Um, So what I did was I hired a consulting firm that has a couple hundred locations, uh, mainly in the East Coast. Uh, They have very similar uh, business model, actually, to Dutch Brothers drive-thru kiosks. And their CEO flew down here and I told her my vision and what I wanted to do. This is almost four years ago while, you know, I was still studying at Sac State um, and trying to get my business degree. And basically she walked me through kind of the process, right? Finding number, the first thing that you got to look for is location is key, right? Um, What's your demographic? Who are you trying to target? How much does the average individual spend on a cup of coffee in that area? What are the nearest high schools, middle schools and colleges next to that lot? Where's the closest highway exit entrance, for example, right? How easy is it to get into the parking lot and get out? How much parking is there? So these are all things I really did not know when I first started. And I figured out that trying to get a permit a building permit for a drive through is a lot harder than it actually seems and it's a whole process and i went through 20 failed negotiations everywhere in uh lodi stockton Elk Grove, sacramento west sacramento granite bay roseville rocklin um you name it you know I, I went to that city and i would make an offer on a lot and dutch brothers or mcdonald's or starbucks would outbid me and being that i wasn't known as a brand as a company no one knew who on it was at the time um if it was a lease They'd be like no we're not interested and if it was for sale um they'd outbid me like i said and so the day before i went to my hajj pilgrimage as a muslim to saudi arabia i actually got a call from my real estate agent he was like "Shadi, i have some great news for you the lot that you put an offer on uh, on how and marconi literally three miles from sac state right off the highway exit entrance they accepted your offer and so i was able to attain that property um and it's been about a year and a half process to try to get the building permit we're very close now uh, hopefully this spring we'll open up our first location, and I ended up launching the first mobile gourmet coffee truck, which we can get into. Um, but that's a little bit of a rough summary. There's a lot more that went into it. I had to, you know, I hired a lot of people actually from, you know, within the coffee industry. Uh, I would say about 80% of my staff were from Dutch Brothers Coffee, managers, shift leads, because they were underpaid there, undervalued, um, and I really felt that they did not. Give minorities the opportunity that they deserve, in my opinion. Um, and so I brought, like I said, experts from the industry, employees with three, four, five years of knowledge in the game to come in. I used my knowledge as a leader, you know, as a CEO, um, and I used those skill sets and, and that knowledge to, you know, thrive and grow my company with Authentic Coffee.
1: So, like it sounds, like you spent a lot of time. And you put a lot of effort into the business. So I have to ask you, like, what were some of the challenges you ran into starting this business, especially like when COVID hit?
2: Great, great question. And so basically, um, when I started, right, I we came up with a model of launching the first mobile gourmet coffee truck in Sacramento. And the idea was get it into concerts. Marathons, charity events, all over the greater Sacramento area to get the name out there. As I expand, my goal was to to build a fleet of these trucks, send them out to Folsom, El Dorado, Granite Bay uh, for six months to a year until my drive thru opens up, so people are familiar with a Coffee in that city. Right? No one's really done it like that. Um, the truck cost me about two hundred thousand uh, dollars, state-of-the-art, custom built in L.A., um, and it took you know about eight months to build it out, and it. The the build was finished in March, right when COVID was starting to really take off in, unfortunately, Sacramento. Right, so at the time, I had about thirty events lined up planned with iHeartRadio and with Intercom Sacramento. In addition, um, you know, we were featured on Good Day Sacramento about three times, and so Sac State University found out about you know the truck and what I was doing, and the alumni association was actually going to put out an article in April. Um, before they got shut down and i got an email from the cfo of sac state um, and he was like shoddy we heard about what you're doing and um you know we're interested in working with you and he connected me with university enterprises and so i had a meeting planned with them to potentially sign a contract to have the truck on campus you know daily or weekly or whatever um and that was going to be something that was going to motivate the youth i did my business project on on it um you know what i mean when i was on campus as a student and to manifest my vision and turn it into a reality as a minority as an immigrant that came to this country from nothing, you know, my family were farmers back home. We came here very poor. I felt that would really be motivating to the youth, to the students at Sac State, to my fellow alumni, um, and to the students and staff. And I wanted to name a drink after the Hornets and hire students and give students and staff a discount if they, you know, use their student ID, right? And that was all in the works. Unfortunately, COVID hit. All events got shut down, campus got shut down, so I didn't get to have that meeting with uh, Sac State. And so it was, you know, it was a big blow for me, right? New business, very excited, you know, things are going good. Boom, shut down, right? And I, I remember I just did my first car meet too at um, at Onyx Coffee where it was parked at Precision MD, my cosmetic center, and like 400 people showed up in March. So as an entrepreneur, I had to make a tough decision do I shut down, close my truck until my kiosk opens and just kind of, you know, waste time and call it a day? Or do I figure out a way to learn and adapt, right? Because with me, I'm not scared to fail because my parents worked way too hard to put me in the position I'm in today. It's to where what's my excuse when my father was 27? You know what I mean, came here working three jobs as an immigrant to get it to get his medical degree with no money. What's my excuse with the position I'm in today, right? And so I came up with the idea of let's park it at Precision MD. We have a huge parking lot and turn it into a location where we don't even move the truck anymore, right? Let's list our services on DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and Postmates, right? For delivery. Let's do curbside pickup, right? And so it took me about two months. When I started, we're making $50 a day. I was spending, at times, seven grand every two weeks to cover payroll out of my own pocket. Imagine how tough that was, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm not making any return for you know, three months, nothing, right? Covering expenses, covering payroll. And then all praise to God, you know, through the marketing we did, I partnered up with Yelp Sacramento, you know, we were featured on Sacramento Business Journal, right? They did an article on what we're doing in our expansion. We had additional Good Day uh, Sacramento segments. I partnered up with the um, Sacramento Food Bank in March, April. We did $1 from every drink for about a month and a half, raised $1,000 for the food bank. I partnered up with Sacramento Street Medicine. We, we gave out free cold brew to the unsheltered folks in Sacramento, right? Because my motto is impacting lives one cup at a time, and I stand by that. Every two to three months, I want to do a nonprofit campaign to give back. And people started to see this minority-owned local business with Sacramento proud all over the truck, by the city, for the city, to serve the city. Our coffee is sourced locally from Sacramento and downtown. And that's how we really blew up. And I took, you know, we started making fifty dollars a day. Eventually, we got to two thousand a day. Now my goal is to get it to five thousand with just the truck. Um, and all praise to God! All praise, all praise to God! We cover payroll expenses, um, and we're thriving. I'm launching my own apparel line very soon. Um, you know, what I mean, I'm big on minorities empowering all. So that's kind of a little bit of background on that.
0: How did your time at Sacramento State shape this idea and business? How did you, when did you realize maybe in class that this can become a real business you really want to create?
2: I remember, I think it was my entrepreneurship 185 or 187, one of those, or 189, I'm one of those three, right? <laughs> um, and they were like, we want you to do a business project on a company that you want to build and kind of like explain the numbers and how you're going to do it and really do a case study, you know? And so they needed like, five, six people to volunteer, right. And build a group. And so I said, Oh, I'm going to do my project on on coffee. And I had, you know, two, three students actually, I had a lot of students actually in class vote to join my project. And I kind of explained, like, I want to build a drive through with healthy alternative options. And at the time there was the idea for the truck was not there, but it was just to open, you know, creative franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And offer healthy gourmet options at a drive through right? Something that no one's really done. And I had the name trademark like two, three years ago. Um, and so started looking into how to do it and numbers and whatnot. And I took it very serious because I knew as soon as I graduate, right, I'm doing this in real life. And mm-hmm. I even remember at the time when I was in class, if that's when I had acquired the lot, Right. The half an acre. So I knew it was a reality. I knew this was going to happen. I already put money down to buy this half an acre lot three miles from Zach State. I told my professor about it. I told my fellow classmates about it. And, you know, some of them till this day hit me up and they're like, man, I can't believe you did that. Like you did what you talked about in your, you know, in your project in class. Like I said, I took it very serious. I took it to heart. It wasn't like just a class project for me. It was something that I knew deep down. I was gonna manifest one day, you know?
1: So how does the business function and what makes it unique? Cause you talked about like the different drinks and like how it's different from other coffee places. Right. Like what exactly, like how does it function?
2: That's a kind of a hard question to answer, but I'll, mm-hmm. I'll answer it based on of my ability, right? What makes it different? First off, we're a mobile coffee truck that isn't mobile, which is kind of insane, right? You're a mobile truck that is not mobile. You're parked in one area. So when people pull up, they're like, what the heck? Like yeah. it's a truck, you know, but it's not mobile, right? So that's so intriguing to people, right? Then Onik Coffee—the design, the name—you know, our our signature magenta pink color that I specifically chose out to stand out from your Dutch Bros with blue, your Starbucks with green. What makes us different? What coffee company do you see in Sac that's minority-owned and local, doing a lot of you know nonprofit work giving back? You know what I mean? I'm sure there are, but not, not many. You know what I mean? Um, and Our team is so young, you know, I don't know too many coffee companies like I'm 25. My team, they're all in their 20s. Some of them as young as 18, 19, you know, and that's what makes Onnit Coffee different. And it is local and it is minority owned and it represents the city of Sacramento. And it will put Sacramento on the map in a way that I believe no other coffee company has as we blow up and grow. You know, people are coming from. LA? People are coming from the Bay Area that heard about us, that saw our ads. People are coming from Folsom and El Dorado. And granted, I'm shocked from Vacaville. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe you came here to a coffee truck in El Grove. So that's the kind of answer to that question.
0: Next question I got for you is, um, you kind of talked about it right there a little bit. Uh, you talk about how the different uses of social media, it used to advertise using like brand ambassadors, and how you expand your business up quickly. You kind of touched upon that a little bit. Just go like a little bit more like, how you really like? Cause like you said, like four or five months, you're making four hundred a day. Tonight so you're trying to make your goal to five thousand a day. So how did that? How did that go real quickly?
2: So we're making like two grand a day right now, and I'm trying to get mm-hmm. it to five grand a day, right? And mm-hmm. at, at one point we're making like fifty bucks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's crazy the growth within six months. Um, over seven hundred thousand impressions on Instagram on our analytics, right? We're almost at six thousand followers. We grow like a couple hundred every few days. You know, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of marketing, like I said, I I used what I learned um, at Sac State, but also at Precision MD with my position as COO, I have generated, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of leads to the business. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Ambassador programs through partnerships, through outreach work, um, and I have a very good understanding of marketing. And also my marketing approach is very untraditional. Uh, I speak to my customers, to the community on camera, right? I I, I talk and I talk about what we're gonna do and I talk about the vision. And I'm not afraid to go on camera. A lot of business owners don't do that. They just put their product and that's it. For me, you have to show the team to the community so they know what you guys are about. Why are you doing this? For us, it's not just sell coffee. It's to put Sacramento on the map to impact lives, right? And the marketing tools that I use, Facebook obviously, Instagram is huge. Twitter, You know, we run a lot of Instagram and Facebook ads, um, Yelp ads. Right now we're ranked number three on Yelp for coffee. And I think for coffee and tea, we're ranked number two in Elk Grove. Imagine within six months over companies that have been here for three, four, five years. Mm-hmm. We're already at 140 reviews, you know, mm-hmm. so you can only imagine that. Um, like I said, article on SAC Business Journal three times on Good Day Sacramento. Um, these are all avenues that I've used, you know, to kind of grow, grow the brand, grow the name. I partnered up with ambassadors and I've done a lot of giveaways, you know, I partnered up recently. Now I'm trying to work with like Elk Grove PD, the fire department to show love to, you know, first responders and medics, right? Especially with all the fires going on, firefighters, mm-hmm. right? You know, we did, we're doing the car meets now every month or two. You know, Mm -hmm. those are big, Um, so just different unique ideas to really brand yourself, brand the company. I'm launching my own energy drink line, um, which will be our lifestyle brand to partner up with um, athletes, musicians, performers, influencers. it will be vegan based. Um, Just a lot of stuff. Eventually, I plan on going international with Anik Coffee and opening up kiosks in the Middle East, in Qatar, in Morocco, in Saudi Arabia because um, I have connections out there and, and I really want to mm-hmm. bring the culture here to my people back home too, you know?
1: So like one of your major competitors is Dutch Bros on Starbucks. So how do you build your brand to be better?
2: So again, I kind of touched up on that mm-hmm. uh, already, right? We're local, right? Which is huge. I owned. own. The different nonprofits we work with, the fact that we have healthier alternative options than they do. We have alternative milks like oat milk and almond milk. You know, that's big. Mm-hmm. Um, sugar free options for diabetic people, um, our drinks are not as sweet. So a lot of people are like, I like the fact that they're not super sweet. Like Dutch bro's full of sugar, very sweet. Right. Um, those are some of the key aspects that differentiate us from your Dutch brothers and Starbucks. I mean, they're not doing a campaign for like, for example, the spidey squad thing, right? That's different. The car stuff, unique, innovative things. And we're, we're minorities leading, right? Minorities empowering all. Exactly. Very different. So, to answer that question, let's hit the last one real quick.
0: Yeah, exactly. I would just say, to be honest, you already answered. The next one is how you embrace being a minority in the business world and like how do you take your horizons to the next uh, next level? I know you have like a gym and your precision. So, just give us a last note real quick on everything and like your vision yeah. in
2: the future. Just like I said, not being afraid to be yourself, to talk about your background. I always say I'm an immigrant from Syria. I'm a minority. Minorities empowering all, giving back to your city. You know what I mean? Standing for something, believing in something. What are you? Why are you growing this company for what? I'm not money driven. For me, it's not just purely money. No, you know, of course, to lead a business and run a successful business, you got to make money. But for me, it's 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 about more than that. It's about impacting lives, giving opportunities to my team, right? Putting the city of Sacramento on and building a legacy. That's what I want to do. That is my goal, and I appreciate y'all, man. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram, uh, at Coffee. Stop by 9250 Bighorn Boulevard, 6 a.m. to 11 p.m., and tap in. We'll take care of you.
0: Thanks, Shadi, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate
2: you guys, man.